0: this is mouth media network covering the business of lifestyle
1: this episode of travel is your business is powered by sennheiser the future of audio i'm mark alberstein founder and ceo of
2: simple night what i love about travel is that there are so many incredible destinations out there so many remarkable things to experience in each of those destinations
0: Destination experiences are a part of what makes destinations worth going to. Yet, despite significant developments in how we book transportation and lodgings, the ability to book destination experiences is still extremely fragmented. As a result, travelers and travel businesses alike miss out on opportunities and efficiencies in the booking and planning of what makes travel memorable. Coming up, you'll hear how... If you can design the proper infrastructure for distribution of travel experiences and hosting content across various travel categories, the travel providers will seek you out from airlines to tour operators. Plus, how OTAs and hotels alike can amplify the consumer's perception of value and how a simple and enjoyable night away can come from a well-planned day.
1: From New York City, this is Travel Is Your Business, covering the intersection of technology and business in the travel industry.
3: Mark, we're so happy to have you here with us. Uh, welcome. Thanks. And i uh, also like to welcome our uh, guest host uh, back to the show, uh, Nick Vivian from T-News. Welcome. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good to see you again, man. Good. Absolutely. All hey, right. Jack. So, Mark... Uh, I like to launch out with a, with a rate right to the target question and it is, why does your business need to exist? And, and here, this, this is, this is, uh, this is where I'm coming from the ethos of that question. There's a difference between this is cool to have, and this solves a real problem that if we didn't, it's miraculous. We finally have solved this problem. So where does this fall uh, and why on the spectrum of nice to have and need to have?
2: Sure. Uh, So in destination experiences, um, over $800 billion is spent on in destination experiences each year um, and growing globally. The technology infrastructure for searching and booking destination experiences is highly fragmented. Uh, So today, consumers have to visit tons of different websites and apps in order to discover and book all the different things to do in a destination, which is just incredibly time-consuming and inefficient and as i mentioned earlier you know there's so much exciting so many exciting re- and remarkable experiences out there in the world to to attain and for people to enjoy but it's incredibly fag- fragmented today how is your
3: business solving this uh, unpack
2: uh, what you guys are doing so simple night is actually a gds for in destination experiences much like the legacy systems like sabre travelport amadeus have they've taken core categories like air hotel rental car and you know, defragmented and consolidated them, we've done the same in categories such as tourism activities, box office and events, ground transportation, dining, nightlife, uh, box office and events. And now we've made them easily distributable, hostable, and sellable across, you know, whichever brand touchpoint consumers would like to use.
4: Does that also include on like Sabre? Because I saw on the website that there's GGS. So explain that. It's so interesting, you know, because it does seem like a complete missed opportunity for many.
2: Yeah. So um, essentially, you know, taking these categories in destination experience, experiential categories, much of it is hosted offline. So what we've done is we've been able to build a cloud-based extranet that can actually host any of these types of products. And then we also do API integrations with those providers. So we've actually created a a one-stop shopping experience where you can, search and book all those different things to do in a city across various verticals through whichever touch points through whichever brand that you would like. So it's even broad, so, yeah. Yeah. So even a company like Sabre is using this. It's built into their uh Sabre Red App Center. Uh TMCs can use this, OTAs can use this airlines, um search engines, uh automotive uh, companies in the mobility space.
4: So in the kind of the dashboard? Yeah, inside that... of a car, yeah. Wow. How's that? How's that going? Has that been that's a lot of happening?
2: Yeah. So currently we're working with Jaguar Land Rover on okay. that in integration. So we're uh, Picture Simple Night as being a pillar of in-vehicle entertainment for the future. We're now the same type of fragmentation that exists in kind of travel also exists in the self-driving car, you know, autonomous driving of, uh, vehicle of the future.
4: Yeah, it's, I was just reading a fast company article. Three hundred hours is going to be saved. The average person drives for three hundred hours, so media is really going to be a big thing we consume when we have self-driving cars, right?
2: Absolutely, and they're all going to be wanting to think about where they're going. They're going to have a lot of time on their hands, and you know, it's going to be a, a transition to exploration and stimulation. And Simple Night can help them do that, but also take that into an actual, you know, booking and transaction of where they want to go and what they want to
4: experience for for hotels that are looking to increase revenue streams find new ways to sell is it usually placed in the booking flow or you can kind of choose how you're presenting it to the consumer like walk us through those options
2: sure so you can choose to we can do a white label integration or more custom where you can um, integrate it into the booking flow it could be on your website as a separate tab it could be a banner ad it could be uh, inside of your newsletter email marketing confirmation page Uh, upon arrival SMS, your confirmation email the night before your flight. Um, It could be inside of the concierge's desktop, in your television, in the connected room of the future, as many of the brands are heading towards. And what's interesting about hotel is that we can take all the services on property as well as, and marry those with all the destination experiences off property together for one contiguous experience and make it seamless where that hotel brand now can actually serve that to their customer via maybe their mobile app or their concierge or their website or emails and really deliver a true customer-centric in-destination experience.
4: And then, are they serving? So, if it's in kind of, if say it's a Hilton or or whatever it is, and it's a third party supplier, h- how does the customer know who's serving the booking? Does that become, become an issue? You know, is that the supplier who's providing the tour? Because I've heard some kind of, I guess, light criticisms from Viator and things like that that it's really hard to see who actually is providing the tour, so the customer actually doesn't know who's giving it.
2: We provide the information on who the supplier is. Um, we truly uh, are focused on the consumer's experience and as well as making the brand, our distribution partners' um, experience great as well on behalf of their customers. So we provide all full transparency on who the providers are. And of course, we share those data insights on on what consumers are booking, where they're going, and what they're searching for with the distribution partners as well.
3: Are you working with uh, corporations on business travel? Uh, as as, like this being a tool to make that planning more efficient? Um,
2: Yes, we're currently um, in discussion with several of the largest TMCs in the world. Um, We're looking at this as, again, as you mentioned, for corporate and business travel, being able to really... Give those travelers something to do upon, you know, their dest- when arriving in their destination, this whole uh, transition to a, you know, business and leisure, bleasure um, type of universe. Ble- bleasure? I never heard that before. Yeah, I love a, that. It's
4: a fantastic word of one of I our imaginations. It actually stuck pretty, I'm just surprised. But yeah, bleasure is it. Or wonder, pleasure. It's like also pleasure. one of those words people go both, you know.
3: I wonder how many words in our language of came from over the centuries from people putting words together like that. Yeah, we think it's just a normal I word. I
2: think I just read an article recently that uh, Arnie Sorensen at Marriott was talking about kind of the business and leisure and how that's really becoming a thing.
4: Fascinating. I mean, they have to. you have to get a word. if Otherwise, us media types wouldn't know what to say about it. You <laughs> know, we need the word.
2: But yes, we can accommodate the corporate sector as well.
4: And does that include meetings? Is that a big kind of focus? Because it seems meeting planners are finally trying to do that.
2: So... For the future, meetings is definitely on our radar as a sector that we'd like to um, bring into the mix. So, you know, we continue to expand. So, I mentioned various verticals. We're also now serving up hotel. We're also going to be serving up car rental and heading into other things like bus and rail. So, meeting space is definitely on our radar. Uh, once again, looking at us as a GDS for destination experiences, we want to make it easy for these various brands, whether it's an airline, hotel, TMC, GDS. OTA, et cetera, to be able to serve up whatever that consumer would need to do in that destination and deliver it in a one-stop shopping experience seamlessly. And that's really what Simplonite specializes in.
3: You know, We're, we're, we're kind of uh, traveling along the technology route here right now, but I would imagine there's a lot of relationship building that is important to actually get to the point where you can execute this on the technology. Can you, you touch on a little bit about some of the processes that your company has has gone through or does go through to build those relationships? And and, and as sort of a part B to that question, um, how does that differ amongst the different types of travel sectors? Like I would imagine working with cruises is very different than working with car rentals and so forth.
2: Sure. So, uh, first off, I come from a concierge and hospitality background. So, uh, many of these um, past relationships, you know, started. We didn't start from scratch. Uh, so, most of the products that we're selling right now, I've sold manually one way or the other um, globally, and so really had an understanding of what the landscape looked like in terms of that whole analog. Uh, in-destination experience and how to digitize that and streamline the process and marry ver- various verticals together. So what the way we kind of went about this was obviously a number of ways, you know, from your traditional yellow pages sales, you know, model to attending, you know, various conferences and conventions. We also uh, built out a global ambassador program of insiders and tastemakers, you know, the the real local kind of you know that that understand it's not just about bespoke things it's about mainstream as well and developing those relationships and cultivating them and it's just that you know it's 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 year over year uh, growing those relationships understanding what their pain points are and and delivering uh, technology and a solution that can actually solve them and and being able to show them the supply, uh, the supply community that the vision of being able to provide them div- distribution in this fragmented landscape is a possibility and that's really what we've done over the last several years it has it's been a long you know process several years building this company out um but now we're in a position where we can offer you know hundreds and hundreds of thousands of bookable products across, across various in-destination categories to any of the largest brands in the world and their end customers. So to answer your second question about how the different kind of uh, distribution segments differ, they don't differ that much. So meaning they... May have different uh, customer sector segments. um so you know you may have business or first class versus economy on an airplane. You may have your guests that stay in the suites versus the normal guest rooms in a hotel or the top cabins on a cruise versus the you know, the more mainstream cabins on a cruise. Each one of those consumers is looking for an optimal experience, and that may differ in terms of what they seek in terms of a product or the content. However, you need to make it available to all the different segments. And what Simple Night does, does just that, it curates it for the end consumer together with the distribution partner. So we actually go much like a concierge would do with a guest at a hotel. We go and work together with the distribution partners to curate that content together, both from what Simple Night currently offers, as well as by asking those distribution partners if there's other product that they already work with or would like to add. And then we procure it. And because of how SimpleNet is built, we are able to either integrate via API by offering our documentation to them, or we can actually host their content on our backend and make it sellable like every other product in our system.
4: So does that mean a supplier has to kind of add, your con- add their content to your system too, or do you integrate with other reservation kind of technology, or how does that work if I'm a supplier and I wanna get on board?
2: So if you're a supplier, we would do uh, API integration. We'd give you our documentation, and make it seamless for you to integrate. If you are more old school and you want to, you know, you already use a system and you want to just maybe try try us or maybe uh, put some of your content available to distribute to our partners, that's fine. We offer a cloud based extranet where you can actually create and customize your entire offering from uh, A to Z, uh, from pricing to blackout dates to custom uh, vouchers, even upsell offers.
4: That's amazing. So that's very different than a legacy tech that's kind of rooted on servers somewhere right uh so our suppliers do you think they're pretty far along on the digitization journey or is it still kind of a, a hassle i know you guys read into at a rival in uh, las vegas so do you think that suppliers are is there a limit to how much they go like people will always still want paper or
2: so we designed simple night around the pen and paper model actually and i think that's really what makes us especially unique and why we're able to expand it to so many verticals so quickly is that we try and understand the the you know under the infrastructure of these various verticals and then work around their pain points to design a offering that really can enable them to host their product and make it sellable whichever vertical it is whether it's meeting space or a restaurant or a black car transfer from the airport or a show ticket or a restaurant reservation you know there, there are inherent similarities across these various categories and at the end of the day you have a consumer that may want to book it. And of course those suppliers want to have their product consumed. So our job and our task is to make that able to occur.
4: And to make it so that you, it's very interesting because if you're a supplier, you almost don't have to then make the relationship down the line with the distribution partner. Is that kind of the the fun of it is I can put my supply into the pot and then people can pick it that want it and it's good? Yeah, so to give you
2: an idea right now organically, Every month, we're getting at least 50 new inbound suppliers across the globe, across various categories, coming to us organically to host on Simple Night for distribution. Yeah, and uh, it really shows that if you can design and build the proper infrastructure for distribution and hosting content across various categories, then, you know, the supply community will be interested in, and, and, and seek you out and for, th- for the supply community we can work with anyone and there's really no limitations again going back to my concierge days i prided myself on never having to say no to a customer and i think today simple night is still able to not have to say no and it's a it's just a matter of what the distribution partner wants to offer and what their customers want and we have a vessel to
4: make that happen So you can always find something.
2: Yes. Coming up, Mark Halberstein
3: will unpack the Simple Night business journey and the origins of that name. More in a moment. The superior audio quality on Mouth Media Network is powered by Sennheiser. And as a listener, you can receive a 25% discount on virtually any headphone, microphone, and other high-quality audio product available to purchase directly on the Sennheiser website. Just visit Sennheiser.com and enter the code MouthMediaSenn, that's MouthMedia, S-E-N-N, at checkout.
0: Keep up with the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Travel Biz Show, that's travel, B-I-Z, show. Our episodes are available on iTunes and Google Play and online at travelisyourbusiness.com. Plus, there are a lot more great shows on Mouth Media Network. Take a trip to mouthmedianetwork.com to enjoy them all. And remember, we love fan mail. Drop us a note to say hi, suggest a guest, or if you'd like to become a sponsor on the show, email us at travelbizshow at mouthmedianetwork.com.
3: Mark, let's talk about Simple Night. I mean, we have been talking about Simple Night, but I want to talk about the name. Uh, I'm sure it's not the first time you've been asked about it, but I want to ask the question in a little different way. From the moment that you, your team chose that name, and of course we'd like to learn where the thinking was on that, uh, how has the thinking about what the name means changed from the, when it was decided to where your business is now?
2: Oh, interesting question. So the idea behind Simple Night is actually an intangible idea. So it's this essence and feeling of what it takes to create a Simple Night. So we talked a lot about in-destination experiences. So when you travel to Paris or Rome or New York or Las Vegas, you know, there's an idea that pops into the traveler's mind. And That's where Simple Night lives and that's where it started, right? There's some feeling and experience that they're seeking that at the end of the day, will say, I had a great time in X city or X destination. And most of what people remember, a lot of moments, a lot of the kind of in destination culture, such as events or uh, dining or um, uh, celebrations is really geared towards the evening or nighttime. And if you think about it, right, you go to Paris and you go to the Louvre, you go to, um, uh, to Sagrada Familia in Barcelona, uh, you know, or the Vatican in Rome. Those are things that people, you know, are excited to go to and see and and be there and now take pictures of and share. And but at the same time, you know, there are also tremendous queues and lines and crowds and you know there's 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 a lot of stress that goes along with enjoying your destination experience and then you know the day is a series of kind of these different things that you're seeing or attractions that you're visiting um things that you're experiencing and at the end of the day is when you're kind of relaxing and enjoying yourself and as well continuing to experience but there's less cues, there's less stress, there's less hassle, and you're reflecting on all the things that you've done that day. And you're you're reflecting on all the experiences that you've enjoyed that day. And it's really this marriage of both of those elements. It's how do you consolidate the, the fun, relaxing side of the experience with the sometimes stressful and the almost uh, rites of passage that you have to experience when you go to these destinations. And that was something that early on when I was uh, back in the concierge days, I really enjoyed serving as a source for recommendations to customers. Um, And what I noticed was focusing on things that were more difficult to attain, the more luxury side of things, the more enjoyable side of things, again, heavily anchored towards the second later part of the day. What would happen is, by being able to service the customer, customers there seamlessly and efficiently, and albeit manually at the time, those same customers would then ask for recommendations of all the other elements of that they were doing in the destination, almost like the, yeah, I'm sure you can figure that out for me. Can you get me my museum ticket line pass tour? Can you get me my transfer to the airport? Can you get me my, uh, where's a good place to stay at my hotel so I can go to that concert that the tickets that you got me? Um, and really started to see a different side of customers' minds and a different side of travel, which was really focused around the destination experiences. And I think that the industry is heading more and more in that direction is that what you're doing Is dictates where and when you're going and all the other elements such as the core air, hotel, rental car, Uh, transportation, those are kind of embedded in that as a secondary idea. So I argue that kind of the core um, leading categories in travel right now where billions upon billions of dollars are being spent, there's more to be spent on the other elements that are still remaining to be fragmented. And that's where Simple Night was. And that's where Simple Night started is if you can make and deliver a simple night, you've actually had to deliver a simple entire day and every element of that day to get to that point because at the end of the night when those travelers are sitting there enjoying their dinner maybe sipping some wine or or spending time with their kids looking at all the pictures and things that they've done that day they are going to remember and they're going to be loyal to the brands that made all of that happen by any means necessary and that's you know a a big and difficult idea to attain um, but that's, you know, the, the grand vision here is to deliver a, uh, you know, superior and remarkable experience in any destination to any customer through any brand and touch point that they prefer. Very That bold. simple night.
4: For sure. Um, you know, I also like the name because I think a lot, I, I used to own a couple of restaurants and I think a lot about how rare it was to actually have a simple night as like a supplier sometimes, you know, where nothing went wrong and those nights were so blissful when it was actually a simple night. So it's kind of fun because it works on that side too for the suppliers, like go home and have dinner with your kids because your technology is taken care of.
2: Yeah, no, that's definitely the case. What's also interesting is, you know, as part of the original thesis, um, focusing on, the, the, you know, focusing on in-destination experiences, and and the non-core categories the thought was if we can really solve that and consolidate that and and make it less fragmented one day we'd be able to easily bolt on the core categories like air hotel rental car to deliver a full consumer complete experience and today it's pretty exciting because now simple night could actually mean a hotel room night as we're moving into hotel Car rental, et etc, so pretty soon uh, you'll be seeing uh, Simple night out there on the web, uh, you know in search results potentially ne- next to OTAs, even on hotel, and uh, again, as a b2 b partner of another uh, large company out there, that's all I can say do you uh
3: <laughs> that's a good maybe, tease. <laughs> I know maybe you can't tell us this, but are, are we going to be looking forward to other iterations of simple something? Simple day, simple cruise, simple X, Y, Z?
2: Well, um, what I can share is that we're currently expanding into, you know, um, interesting sectors like automotive, as I mentioned earlier, um, with other interesting segments kind of uh, following thereafter. Sure. Um, you know, it's always been a thought of potentially, you know, expanding the business into other areas, but uh, we're B2B Uh, infrastructure technology company. Um, So in in that regard right now, we're focused on really the in-destination being, you know, the best in-destination GDS possible and and really delivering that concept to the world of travel. Um, It's something that's been kind of void and lacking for far too long. And uh, it's really exciting to see, you know, some of the more innovative companies out there um, looking to solve that problem.
4: So does that mean there's not going to be a consumer facing civil night or do you think that you would see you know some demand generation activities on that end of it? We're going to keep pushing, Mark. Yeah, right. <laughs> what can yeah. we get out of you?
2: As I'm sure you're not surprised not the first time I've been asked that um it, actually the initial um idea for simple night was to be a consumer facing almost a mm. one-stop shop, an Expedia for fun if you think about it. And Again, kind of looking at it methodically and really trying to build out the vision properly, we needed to build out the infrastructure properly first, even to be able to deliver a proper one-stop shop. And again, back then when we started it, there were several other, you know, brands that have now been all gobbled up by the the OTAs, but there is something to be said by taking the time to build out that proper infrastructure. To be able to solve the pain points of fragmented supply across various in destination categories, and marrying that across the distribution partners or brands that consumers have, you know, grown loyal to and, and use in their daily lives, and I think that there's still quite some time um, that we'll see where that idea kind of has to catch on. We're starting to see a lot of, uh, you know, a large shift towards in destination experience and just experience. As a whole. And, um, you know, I think once we start to see uh, that idea grow, then there could be maybe the proper potential for a brand that consumers uh, love and trust. I mean, certainly Airbnb is looking to try and head more in that direction now, which is a great, uh, you know, validation as well. Um, And and other companies out there as well are all trying to build out their um, kind of experiential footprint and really you know simple night is not necessarily looking to replace those brands but enhance those brands right we want to make the world a better place more enjoyable place and give consumers a way to experience more and experience the world better
4: i like it because it's it's more additive you know it's not like the middleman highway tax of a traditional saber kind of model you know so i think that's that's pretty positive Tell us a little bit about the data and kind of where you're going with that, especially I was, I was reading on the website with the, the traveler segmentation, you know, being able to match that data and the traveler to the supply, I think is very interesting.
2: Sure. I mean, let's take um, an airplane, which is an easy uh, example. So you have your different classes of passengers. So, you know, it may be that um, the first class passengers and the economy passengers are both going into... Las Vegas. So let's say both are inbound uh, flying United into Las Vegas from Newark and uh, both are being fed uh, recommendations by the airline. So now each of those passengers would be able to receive different recommendations via SimpleNight, as a factor of taking data on both demographic as well as their previous purchase behavior potentially on that airline or other um, providers as well. Now, again, you didn't ask the question, but um, I'm going to let you know, we, we don't share other people's data with uh, you know uh, without their um, permission, and we also will not um, share kind of the data that belongs to one distribution partner with the other. The overall goal, though, is to continue to make Simple Night smarter and know you better, much like back when I was dealing with concierges on a manual basis, right? There were no limitations to knowing that customer, to being able to deliver what they wanted, when they wanted, how they wanted across any of these categories. And that's the goal with Simple Night is to utilize and harness the data and and bookings and and insights of that we learn from what they search, when they search, how they search, from where they search, how they book, et cetera, and the types of things that they're looking for to make it almost like magic at the end of the day, right? Our goal is when you're going to Paris, we know exactly the type of hotel and restaurant and car that you would like to be picked up in. We know that you don't wait like to wait in line, so we're not going to you know suggest you to, to wait in an hour line at the Eiffel Tower. Instead, we'll probably work that into a private walking tour by a, you know a um, a well well knowledgeable. Um, Insider that could walk you around Paris and take you to things at your time and on your schedule, the way that you like to be shown the city.
4: well you then include, or I guess I don't know if that's even possible, but how about getting like traveler satisfaction? Because it seems like if I get this experience from Simple Night, I'm actually a happier traveler, and the suppliers would be, you know, they would want that because they're happier travelers. But is that complicated with so many moving parts? Or
2: so, yeah, we have a, a feedback loop actually built into our model. So we're, we share the data and kind of the reviews and, um, comments by both the supplier and the consumers with each other um, as a means to really enhance both of, you know, both, both of their um, daily lives. And we will continue to build on this uh, overall adding to kind of the mix of what makes Simple Night so special, right? So our recommendations, our secret sauce is kind of drawing from various areas. It's the insiders are ambassadors, as I mentioned. It's the consumers and their feedback. It's the suppliers and their feedback. It's the distribution partners and their feedback. And it's really just, you know, trends out there in terms of content and making sure that we're always on, you know, the beating pulse of what makes a destination, you know, its, it's reason for being.
3: All right. We've uh, covered a lot about Simple Night, We've covered a lot about travel. Cover a lot about data. Now it's time to cover a lot about Mark. Uh, coming up, we'll go off the beaten path and find out a little bit more on the personal side right to this.
0: Hey, everybody! This is Vikram Iyer, former advisor to President Barack Obama. Have you been opening your Twitter account or Facebook feeds or even just talking to families and friends and wondering what the heck is going on in this country? Well, it's not as bad as you think, but we're going to unpack that for you. Join me at the American Enough podcast on the Mouth Media Network as we unpack the policies, executive orders, and daily kerfuffles that are shaping not just this administration, but the modern face of America's politics.
1: Episodes available at AmericanEnoughPodcast.com and everywhere the best podcasts are found.
3: Mark, I imagine you are talking about Simple Night day and night. Uh, but maybe uh, let's take a moment and talk about you. So uh, I'll lead off with a, with a quick personal question. Uh, you're traveling a lot. You're on the road a lot. You, are, are you going international also a lot? Yes. Okay. So my question is, uh, and I like to ask this question from time to time, what's something that you do in each place that you go that allows you to feel grounded like what's a ritual you make sure that you do each place you go? well,
2: it's an interesting question, given what I've already said. Um, I like to become just like everybody else and travel just like everybody else, so even if I'm at a city for you know a packed two day conference, I will make sure that even if it's for an hour, I will try and you know enjoy and experience that destination as well, just like anybody else would, even if that means just you know getting in a taxi and driving by the the major monuments or something or walking by i um these days you know photography is a pretty big hobby of mine so i make sure to go out and you know take lots of pictures even if it's at night or early in the morning i really truly try and experience and enjoy the destination just like anybody else would how how much of
3: that is your own desire to take the world and how much is uh, let's call it a professional responsibility
2: so it's you know still heavily anchored on my you know own personal desires, which I think, you know, keeps me really grounded because I'm seeing the world just like everybody else would, which helps, you know, in terms of leading the company and and what we're trying to build here. uh, It helps me to continuously work against myself to remember why this business was started in the first place and what travelers need and are looking for from destinations and how they experience them.
4: Mark, we've we've got lots of entrepreneurs and startup employees that listen to the podcast, so I always try to ask, what are some of the you know challenges and lessons that you might be able to share, especially with building a supply side kind of, not quite marketplace, but similar kind of concept, having to get all this supply in. So, what have you learned? What are some of the things that can help other people with their journeys?
2: Key, uh, listen. So, listen to what people are saying, think about it, and really try and you know listen more. Uh, You know, everybody comes out, especially on the startup side, thinking that they understand uh, a problem that the market needs. I think being able to understand product market fit really entails proper listening, really engaging with your audience, becoming your audience and, um, you know, having the perseverance to trust your gut and listen to the you know, and be in tune with the market you know, rely on, on on peers, various different types, you know, even ones that you maybe, you know, wouldn't otherwise do or or, or or think that they could provide valuable insight, you know, do it just because and listen to them because I think it's a combination of those insights that really uh, show you how the market truly feels. You know,
3: uh, Piggybacking on that question, uh, and I don't mean to get too personal here, but I see a wedding ring. I'm assuming you're married. Yes. Um, So my question is, I know that the support and involvement from a spouse or significant other is crucial to an entrepreneur or a startup founder or or leader uh, succeeding. Um, There's only so much patience they can have. There's only so much interest they can have. Um, and they have to hold down the fort a lot and be patient with you not being around, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So my question is, can you talk about uh, or recall um, using your own story as an example, the way perhaps you have felt that support and what it's meant to you in terms of your, your company?
2: Oh, it's been everything. My wife, uh, we we just actually celebrated our one year anniversary oh, a couple yes. of days ago. Thank you. Yeah, she's been an absolute rock for me, and uh, you know, an unbelievable sounding board. And I think you know, going on my 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 previous point about listening, I listen to no one more than I do to my wife. I know that sounds you know obvious, but I was gonna say, but but and
4: she's probably listening right now, and she's glad you said that too. Yeah,
2: but no, but um,
4: I think that
2: you know there's nobody closer to this than her aside from me but at the same time i think that and and obviously this is why i married her in the first place i think that she shares my passion for experiencing the world and because of that she also keeps me in check in terms of that you know the element of listening to Everyone around me and understanding, um, you know um, what the world needs, and and really reaffirming that what you're building is great and what you're building is needed out there, and you're you're enacting change. You know the fact that, you know, simple night could be in a in a car, and maybe in search results, and you know, uh, helping a, the, the legacy GDSs and agencies, and airlines and hotel brands and their and consumers all experience these things in, in the world that are not easily obtainable and, and highly fragmented is a beautiful thing. And it's, you know, um, driving change forward um, for the world and and the travel industry that's needed. And I think it's really been uh, amazing to have somebody that kind of reaffirms that every day to me.
4: And probably a little bit out of it enough too, where it's like, you know, a little bit of perspective. So it believes in the mission, but it's not so knee deep in everything that you must be hard sometimes, right? The, your own filter bubble. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, yeah. It's like we're doing really great. Your wife's like, "No, actually, here's XYZ," you know, but sometimes I find it's nice to have other people tell you the real deal. Yeah,
3: definitely. And Mark, how can people connect with you and what kind of people are you looking to
2: connect with? Yes, yeah, so I'm very easily accessible. I um, you know, definitely I'm always exploring new opportunities and I'm always open to new opportunities. So um, I can be reached uh, via email at mark at com. That's M-A-R-K at simple uh Anytime, um, as you can probably imagine, I, I don't really sleep that often and I kind of <laughs> cover all time zones. So, um, you know, always open. And uh, in terms of, you know, new opportunities, we're looking, uh, you know, all walks of life, uh, innovative companies, whether it's airlines or hotel brands or the OTAs, um, uh, automotive brands or other companies in e-commerce, social networks, concierges, agencies that are looking to really sell in-destination experiences to their consumers. We can accommodate uh, you and uh, we'd be glad to talk to you. And Mark, uh, we'd like to
3: invite you to have the final word on this show. Uh, we often invite our guests to uh, share a perspective. You can reflect back on the interview. You can talk about your your journey. Or you can just uh, offer some uh, words of wisdom to our audience. Sure. Sure.
2: Um, so in a world where experience is everything, Simple Night's mission is to deliver curated and remarkable experiences to any brand's customers during their journey of every destination. And I will end with saying that, you know, experiencing things is, you know, people's reason for being. And, you know, go out there and see the world. It's a beautiful place and uh, enjoy your lives. Great. And it's a uh, SimpleNight.com? Yes. Awesome.
3: All right. Well, Mark Halberstein, founder and CEO of Simple Night, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, thank you. Mark. Thanks, everyone. That's it for this episode of Travel Is Your Business. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We really do appreciate it. Uh, for Nick Vivian of T-News.
4: Until next time. <laughs>
3: no, no pithy goodbye. No pithy
4: goodbye. You know, I have to, you know, d- only when it comes out. No oh, pithy. okay.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm Mark Rako. Have a great day, everybody, and we hope you enjoyed your stay.
1: This has been Travel Is Your Business. To suggest guests or content for the show, or to become a sponsor, email us at podcast at travelisyourbusiness.com. Keep up with the show on social media at Travel Biz Show. That's Travel B-I-Z Show. Episodes available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with our website, travelisyourbusiness.com. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved. No portion of the episode may be distributed or published without the express written permission of the producers. Thanks for listening.